When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello, welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm Talk Sport's cricket editor, John Norman. Today, bringing you a one off show involving the England Test captain and World Cup winner Ben Stokes in conversation with Talk Sport's breakfast show presenter, Sam Ellard. Stokes' documentary, Phoenix from the Ashes, airs this week on Amazon Prime. In it, Stokes opens up in honest fashion about the death of his father his high-profile court case in 2017, losing in Ashes and also starring in one, as well as the mental health battles that saw him step away from the game. For a taste of what will be in store, sit back and listen. As Ben goes through all of this and plenty more with Sam, you're listening to Following On. So we're not far away now from the film coming out. How are you feeling? Are you, are you excited but also a little bit nervous about it coming out? Uh, yeah, both. I think you've, you've summed it up. I'm very excited, but also very nervous. So obviously, there's a lot of there's a long process to all the stuff. You know, the editing, the the team making sure they're happy with the final cut. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I've only watched the first cut, um, and really? I know through a long process to get to the very end. But I also wanted the first time that I watched the final cut to be the first time that the people at the premiere have watched it as well. And so I don't know what the finished version looked like I obviously know what most of it is because it was the first time me and my wife went to watch it but yeah I remember you know waking up in the morning going to watch that for the first time very anxious and, and nervous <laughs> about what's it going to look like you know what's going what's what's going to be in it but when I sat there for the hour and quarter and watched it it was such a fascinating and hour and three quarters to be because even though it was about me and I was on it for most of it I knew what was going to be in it I was watching it <laughs> Like, I didn't know what was going on. So I was watching something of myself, but <laughs> like watching someone who I didn't know, if that makes sense. Like, it's a, a little really, bit, just about really strange thing to, to do is to watch yourself, a documentary mm. about yourself. But I was blown away by it at the end. And, you know, I'm, I don't get too emotional about too many things, but I was, well, I was very emotional about through a few certain things throughout it. So 
I was very happy with it and can't wait to watch the, the final version of it on the 22nd. Yeah, it's um, it's really emotional, Ben. I mean, I'm a massive England fan. You're someone that I've looked up to for years and I've seen you on TV do some incredible things. So I think to sort of watch it and see you, you know, talk about having panic attacks in hotel rooms and sort of to go through um, some, some, some pretty tough stuff is, is incredibly emotional. What do you hope that the people can sort of take from this? Because, you know, mental health is such a something that needs to be tackled, especially when it comes to men. Do you, do you hope that you can inspire loads of people that, to sort of, you know, go out and get help? And if they go and get tough, there's people there for you? Yeah, and I, I think that it's, it's more to that. It's just like, you know, it's, it's fine. It's okay for, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a man thing to, to not feel like you can be like that. But just because if whether you're a man or a woman, it's, you know, these kind of things affect you as, as human beings. Um, and it's absolutely fine. It's not a weakness. It doesn't show any kind of weakness in life or in what you do to, to feel like that because you can't just pick and choose these moments, you know. It's not like you, you turn a, bo- uh, a button off to be like, no, nah, I'm going to feel good today. And then it's just, you know, I wanted to make sure that I covered that because, you know, I've said to a few people that if I didn't, I think people would look at the film and be like, why is, why is he not spoken about that? You know, it was obviously a very public thing. But um, it was interesting watching all that back because uh, I think I even covered it at the end of the documentary as, you know, I don't, I don't, rec- I didn't recognise that person when it came on the documentary. Like I was watching it with my jaw wide open and my eyes just like, who is that? So, you know, I guess it's a, it's a, not only was that an eye opener for me because I was able to look back and see what I was like at that moment. And I was just like, that is just like an absolute just shadow of myself. And I was really proud of myself watching it that I felt comfortable enough to, to do that, given what I was going through at the time. Did you think that you'd maybe never play for England ever again at that point? Uh, yeah. And that's, you know, obviously in those moments, everything's just different. You know, you, you think about things differently because you're just not right up, up in the head. But yeah, I did. You know, I was like, I'm probably not going to play again. And it was just simple as that. It was like It wasn't like a thought. It was like, you know, I'm not going to play cricket anymore. And, you know, a powerful thing, that really hit me as well as where as what Brody when Brody said it, I was like, wow. Yeah. I Brody a lot throughout that time. He was probably one of the few people that I spoke to weekly, just generally, you know, not about that, but just stayed in contact contact with. And when I watched when I seen him like sit there and be like, I could see him never playing again, I was like, yeah. Um something as well that is covered quite a bit in the first sort of first half of it is the the Bristol incident. And so for me, like the aftermath of it, Ben, obviously I remember, I remember it at the time, but like I thought it was incredible what you and your family had to go through in the aftermath and all the press, all the media, all the people writing stuff about you. Um, that for me as well was a real, a real eye-opener, the sort of aftermath and all the stuff you had to put up with. Yeah, and like, you know, that's, I suppose if you never, if I wasn't to do something like this, you know, people would never understand and never know that it's not just, you know, not, not guilty, boom, all done, end of. Yeah. Absolutely not. That was almost like the start of something completely different away from it, um, which I think I've covered very, very well in it and, and making it, you know, clear that that wasn't the case. It was obviously a, it was a very tough time, you know, very long period. Like it was like two years all in all, pretty much. Um, but it was great to be able to actually finally talk about it because throughout that whole period, I had to keep my mouth shut. and uh, wasn't allowed to say anything. That must have been so hard, man. Yeah, it was hard. But to be able to, just talk about it, not from a justification point of view, just to, to actually be able to talk to someone publicly about the whole incident of what happened. And then this is what it did to me and my family, you know, after, you know, this is the effects that this kind of stuff happened. You know, people might never know actually the full detail of that story if I didn't do this. So, yeah, it was 
it was, it was good to, to, to be able to do that, but also to watch it back as well. And um, obviously there's loads of great moments as well, the World Cup. And I love the World Cup. And there's some of the players are talking about, you know, um, sort of fruit being thrown across the room and people are punching stuff. And then Ben Stokes uh, in between the Super Over and the last ball of the actual match. I love the fact that what did you do? You went to the toilets and had a smoke. If in doubt, yeah. puff it out, right? Yeah. I mean, look, I've, I've been asked about that quite a lot. What did you do in between? I've obviously had to be pretty kosher about, yeah, oh, yeah, I went and sat down and had a quick chit-chat. But... <laughs> Again, you know, uh, when we did this, I said, I want this to be as um, authentic as I possibly can. And that was the first time I was actually able to do it because I was like, well, I can't keep saying what I've been saying because then I'm not doing any favours to myself. You know, that's, that's what I did. Yeah. Cool, right? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to Visit barbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm just loving the pandemonium, having a cigarette. Yeah. Is great. And just my last question, Ben. Um, 
it's an amazing documentary highs lows of the pandemic some family staff bristol mental health world cup but it ends with you talking about being the england captain it's amazing that it finishes you're the england captain now we've had such a good start and you just hopeful now that over the next couple of years i think joe root says something like not many people see the the good of ben stokes or the great of ben stokes but now we're seeing it and i just thought it was amazing that all this ends with ben stokes as the england captain Ah, oh, thanks for ruining the ending for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, I knew, I knew that, I knew that was ending like that. Um, you had a really good summer as well. It went really good. Yeah, um, but look, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, as I say, like, I'm, I'm so excited to be able to watch it and see the, the structure, especially at the end, because even when I watched the first cut, there was still more to go in. And then when we watched the first cut, I didn't know that I was going to. I can't remember if I was taking the job or not. But obviously, as soon as that happened, it was like, right, we have to put this in now. There's still stuff going on now that's after I watch the cut that there's going to be stuff in there that I'm, I, I don't know that I'm going to be watching for the first time again. But, um, you know, the start of the summer, taking the job um, on, you know, couldn't have gone any better, couldn't have wished for a better start. But we could have lost those four games as well. And if we had lost all four, all four of those games, I would have been very happy still. I mean, it sounds stupid, but the reason yeah. to be happy is because of the way that we've we've played our cricket, the way that we've gone out and always tried to to get the game into a position where we're on top and to try and win the game. Um, it's one thing I want to do. I want to I want to feed and I want to breed and install that winning mentality to every player wherever we are in the game. Test matches obviously come down to the to sometimes the last day or the last innings, and wherever we find ourselves in that last innings, whether we're batting or bowling, we're going to try and win the game. Whether it's 400 off 70 overs, whether we need to take, how are we going to take 10 wickets and 40 overs, for example? Mm. That's what we're going to do, lads. Like, if we're going to lose, we're going to lose trying to win the game. And it's just installing that belief that we, that we can win a game from wherever we are in any situation. I'm upset that the uh, the four Call of Duty phrases that we you got into a press conference in India didn't make the final edit, by the way. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. That was really funny. Was that with Laura? Yeah, yeah, with Laura. And you yeah. said, we were like, we, Laura was like, I remember Laura in the Abbey said, can we actually ask single and captain this live? And to be fair, you went and did it and you nailed it. It was brilliant. <laughs> cool, Ben, thank you so much for your time. Thanks very much, no guys. And hope, Cheers, man. Hope everything's good, mate. Thanks, Bob. Well, that's it for another edition of Following On. Thanks uh, for listening. And if you ever have any ideas of guests or have questions for uh, the likes of Steve Harmison or Neil Manthorpe, feel free to tweet me at Fulham John or via at cricket underscore TS. And uh, either I or one of the team will make sure that your questions are read out uh, on the show at the earliest convenience. Also, please take the time to leave a review. And if you're already a subscriber, then tell your mates to do the same. And if you want more content from the likes of Steve Harmison, then head over to his YouTube channel and tell him I sent you. Thanks for listening to Following On. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. 
If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.